you are listening to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I'm your host Amy. I have a background working in a corporate environment for over 15 years. I'm a doctor, a lecturer, a lawyer and a published author. This podcast is a look inside my brain. I cover relevant and totally irrelevant topics ranging from self-help and advice to the spooky and scary, a little bit of true crime, mental health. I also like to tell some stories along the way. My goal is to spread aesthetic vibes whilst discussing these topics. Okay, with all that being said, let's hang out. Hello, hello and welcome to today's episode. Today is going to be a bit more of a casual episode. I'm going to talk about some of the things that have been on my mind in the last few days. I can honestly say that looking at my agenda for this year, I think I'm going to struggle <laughs> severely. I'm struggling to keep up with everything now and it's not even back to the normal swing of things. So I don't know if my productivity levels have gotten so low <laughs> that that's why I'm struggling or whether I've just signed up to too much stuff. So yeah, I was recently on the hunt for a new set of headphones. I don't have them on now. Um, they're charging, but I have had these beats and I've had different versions of them for many, many years. Anyway, I'm hunting out of one of the Apple um, Air pro i think they're called the over the ears ones i they've been out for a while so i was really confused as to why i couldn't actually get my hands on them i was like okay i'll just go to my my local um jb hi-fi and they'll have them and i walked in and they were like no we don't have them and they looked and they're like no none of our stores do anywhere so i was like fuck okay and then um so i'm calling around all these different um electronic stores none of them had them even apple out my way didn't have them so i had to travel to the other side of sydney to get them yeah they're they're severely overpriced (laughs) is it worth it Mm, not sure not sure yet the jury's still out but they're pretty good right they're pretty good i like the fact that everything works in unison if everything's apple you can just everything's just so fast and your connections can change and your bluetooth thing and stuff like that so i just like the fact that everything's the same brand so it all works collectively together um just makes life and productivity a lot easier it is raining what the hell (laughs) uh we don't get a lot of rain so it is absolutely pissing down you might be able to hear it behind me there uh cars on the road making a fair bit of noise with the rain and then there's just continual downpour of rain so yeah you might be able to hear that behind me hopefully it's relaxing and it's not aggravating hopefully it's like super chill and and you know really asmr type listening (laughs) i want to just talk today about a couple of things that have been on my mind and explain why they've been on my mind Uh, a couple of them are just random but then the others actually have decent meaning i've been thinking a lot over the past few days around why do we villainize women i feel like if something goes wrong in a relationship regardless of what the person did who was the main offender we will often cast the female as the person who did something wrong or the fact that she just couldn't keep her partner we judge women very harshly and If a woman has an active sex life, then, you know, she's a whore or a slut. Yet, um, if she doesn't, 
then there's something wrong with her. She's a prude or she's frigid. But for men, we don't we don't judge at all. If they've got an active sex life, then they're just um, simply just being a guy. If they don't and, you know, they're waiting for marriage, they're lovely and sweet and, oh, look at him, he's, he's such a sweetheart. But the female thought process is completely different. And I've been thinking about this a lot. I just don't understand why we judge women as harshly as we do. You know, we, we get judged for what we wear, what we do, how we act, how we speak. It's never ending. Society is always pushing these unrealistic expectations on us. You know, you get married, you have kids. And it's at the point where you're already forcing me to do so much stuff can't you just leave me? Leave what I wear. Leave how I speak. Just leave it alone. So not only do we have these unrealistic requirements on women, we villainize them in any situation that we possibly can. I am completely over it. It really needs to stop. We need to stop looking for reasons to hate on women. Yet men can do whatever they want and they can live and they can exit any scenario unscathed. It isn't just women on women hate. It's men on women as well. Men are heavily involved in making women feel like shit. I saw a TikTok where there was a guy and he was like pretending to scroll through his dating app, whatever it was. And he was like, oh, this is the problem with modern dating. Blue, uh, blue hair, purple hair, overweight, tattoos, too many tattoos, piercings too many piercings, blue hair. And I'm like, hold on a second. Okay. The fact that we dye our hair stupid colors is our own, like it's our own decision. We, we can do whatever the fuck we want. The fact that we have tattoos is our own decision as well. And piercings, so fucking what? It's all a form of self-expression. And if you can't handle being with a woman who expresses herself, then you know, you've got bigger issues. You're obviously looking for someone who's very conforming and there's plenty of those people out there, but don't judge the women who express themselves through their appearance. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. And I didn't look at him and go, Oh, you're amazing. You're like the, the epitome of the perfect man. No, no. So annoying. And men make these ridiculous TikToks to spread their misogyny and they bag out women for any possible reason they can find. Too fat, too thin, too natural, not enough makeup, dresses too masculine, dresses too feminine, doesn't have blonde hair, doesn't have brunette hair, too loud, too quiet, boring, etc, etc. It is insane. We need to stop doing this and I'm so frustrated by it I'm so sick to death of it leads me on to my next thought process have you guys heard the new Miley Cyrus song titled flowers so Miley is someone that has been villainized an awful lot and I'll explain how and why and I'll explain this song that she's released so so basically when she was married to Liam Hemsworth he dedicated a Bruno Mars song to her at their wedding and it was the when i was your man song basically it's just a song about a whole bunch of sweet stuff and she took that song and wrote a rebuttal if you like to it and basically the lyrics are i can do it all myself i don't i don't need you so bruno says i should have bought you flowers and she says 
I can buy myself flowers. And he says, I should have held your hand. And she says, I can hold my own hand. And so on and so on. So, yeah, it's it's a perfect rebuttal, if you like, to that main chorus of the song. So it's recently come out that Liam cheated on her repeatedly when they were together. And they were together the best part of a decade. He apparently would hire a house, like a mansion, to cheat on her with these 14 different people that he used to cheat on her with. They then got married. I think they were married for like nine months or something like that. And she says, you know, we never should have got married. You know, never was going to fix the problems that we had. We had bigger problems than that. So there are these silent messages in the song. And in the main part of the song, she's dancing in a suit. And it's apparently the suit that Liam wore. It's this infamous suit in this particular clip like a little snippet of somebody recording them. And this is what she was majorly villainized for. So they're standing, getting photos in front of like a red carpet paparazzi situation. And he's got this suit on. She turns and then mimics or pretends to lick up his suit with her tongue. And then it's not clear whether he says, can you just behave or I'm going to get you for that. I'll get you back for that. It's not clear. And then he tickles her and she shoves him away. And that shove has been played over and over again on social media. And people are like, I don't understand why she was so mean to him. There's other stuff going on behind closed doors, guys. There's other stuff going on. She writes this rebuttal song. She films it in the house that he used to hire to cheat on her. She wears the suit that he wore from that particular clip where people were, you know, having a gold up. She wears a gold dress and her hair in a particular way. And apparently that's a dig at Jennifer Lawrence because there's an alleged rumor that Liam cheated on her with Jennifer. I feel like society really villainized Miley Cyrus for that particular clip of her pushing him away. As a woman, she was treated poorly by him. And she was led to be seen as wild and out of control. You know, that's just Miley. She's just acting up. She's wild. She's out of control with her hair and her behaviors and all the rest of it. She's out of control. She's out of control. When in actual fact, he was the problematic one. Yet no one really talks about that. No one talks about that at all. Everybody focuses on her and the fact that she's wild. She's out of control. She's wild. I am... also think it's rather hilarious she actually released the song on his birthday <laughs> that is the pettiest of petty and i'm here for it i'm absolutely here for it amazing right i um don't think it's our place to judge because we were never in the relationship but i do think we have to give her a little bit of leeway or slack if you like because there's obviously a lot of other stuff going on behind the scenes that we just weren't privy to right and it seems to me like she's kept a lot of the stuff to herself and not really splashed it out there and kind of run his name through the mud which kind of just goes towards you know the level of classiness for her i actually saw a comment on um a snippet so that people are being like chopping it and talking about all these little things that she's planted in there as um, Easter eggs, just like little bits and bobs. And someone on the snippet video on TikTok wrote, oh, she just needs to get over it at this point. Excuse me, what now? They were together for a decade. And he fucked her over. 
she has the right to not get over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she, there's no, there's no one that should be saying that. She has absolutely every right to turn around and put a middle finger up at him, which is what she's done. I don't fucking think so. And the worst part about it was a woman wrote that comment. Obviously, you've never been in that situation where you've been severely hurt. When someone hurts you, it cuts deep. And when someone fucks you over, it cuts so fucking deep. You have the right to have those feelings. It's completely normal. So on this whole villainizing situation, there was a woman who created a TikTok. And she says, oh, this is all the things that I hate about women. And then she goes on to just talk about a whole stack of normal stuff that women just do and she's like oh it's all an ick it's disgusting we already have enough going on the last thing we need are women turning on women there's been kind of a response to it and people are responding saying you know well you might find that disgusting or an ick i actually find that appealing along with these things so like it's enough right women need to stop hating on women because it's really fucking gross it's disgusting the whole villainizing, we, we really need to just, we need to just stop, hey. We just need to stop. Enough is enough. And the whole situation with Miley Cyrus is a great example. Let's stop judging. Let's stop being mean and nasty and let's stop stabbing people in the back. Enough is enough. Something else that's been on my mind. Um, since we spoke about The Wizard of Oz, I can't remember whether it was this season or last i can't remember at this point because there's too many episodes <laughs> i've launched basically we spoke about the wizard of oz and the idea that it could be a cursed production so a cursed um movie in in the instance of wizard of oz there's a new contender guys so there was um there's a show i never watched it never liked it. it's not my thing glee very popular Basically, a documentary has just been released on the show called The Price of Glee, I think it's called. And look, I was never a fan. I never watched it. I think I tried watching one episode and like the whole musical thing just didn't land for me. It's just not where it's at. So this particular documentary aired on the 16th of January 2023. I haven't seen it. I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Let me just share with you why people believe Glee might have been cursed as well. And um, you can kind of make your own decision. There's a lot going around social media at the moment. So you will see this kind of popping up if you're on TikTok or Instagram. So there is a bit of talk around this. So the show Glee premiered in 2009. And it's about high school kids. And there's a whole lot of singing and shit. Um, and it was really, really popular. The main things that occurred with the Glee show were publicized death of Corey Monteith and he died of an accidental heroin overdose in between season four and five and he was engaged to Michelle Lee. In 2015 Mark Salling was actually arrested for child porn and there was allegedly 50,000 images of child porn found on his devices. 50,000 guys, 50,000 thousand he was going to trial he originally pled guilty he was going to be sentenced i think it was two months after the plea and he hung himself because i mean he was getting i don't know what he was getting i don't know what the charges are for um 
child porn and where, you know, what they were going to charge him with. I didn't do any research into it. I was kind of like, I'm just going to leave this surface level. So he hung himself. And then we had Naya Riviera and she accidentally died. After she saw her son, they were on a boat of some description. Her son was in the water. He was struggling. She dove in, grabbed him, um, put him back to safety, and then she drowned herself. There were two crew members who died of heart attacks. Um, And then Nancy Motes, who was a production assistant um, in an unnamed rigger. Those were the two that hung themselves. And then one of the standards died in a car crash. That's a lot very similar to The Wizard of Oz. That's a lot going on for one particular piece of production. The documentary has received apparently a lot of backlash from fans and the cast themselves. None of the primary cast members are in fact in the documentary. Regardless of whether the documentary is good or not, and a lot of people are saying it's not. They're saying, you know, this is just based on superficial shit. That that look, that's fine. But it doesn't take away from the death and destruction that the show has left behind. So the, these people did pass away. So whether, you know, it's idle gossip or whatever, these people passed away, right? So how does so much happen on a particular production, like a film or series? It's it's insane. How does that actually happen? It doesn't... So the documentary, apparently they said is cheap and nasty, but it doesn't detract from the fact that people have died, and quite a few of them. Anytime I hear of death through drugs or overdose, it just makes me so sad, and it makes me think of Amy Winehouse, which was a big one for me. I um, oh, I think she's you know one of the, the greatest artists who ever exist. I often think about her. Like, it just... I I can't stop thinking about her. She has this amazing story, how she kind of went from nothing to so famous and so well-known, and then she died of addiction as well, alcohol addiction. There's a really good documentary called Amy, and it's one of the best I've seen. There's lots of uh, clips that people have taken of her. There's lots of, um, like, media kind of clips and videos and stuff like that probably one of the hardest parts is if you go on youtube and you actually type in her name you get to see some of the concerts where she was heavily heavily um, intoxicated whether that was alcohol and all the other stuff that she was using and her inability to perform you know in some some instances she can't even speak there's one where you know she sits down on the stage and she's completely fucking obliterated and it's so sad to see it's so so sad to see I could do an entire episode talking about Amy's story. It's just, it's one of the most amazing lives or stories, whatever you want to call it. But it's also so, so sad. So sad. So in 2008, when she won a Grammy for Best Album, she gets up, she looks very stunned that she's won it. And she's kind of standing there and she's emotionless. And she thanks her mom and um, a couple of other people. And then she the exits off the stage apparently after it somebody said to her you know congratulations that's fantastic or the rest of it um how do you feel and she said i don't feel i'm sober and the only way that i can truly enjoy this was if i was um drunk or if i had some other substance and that within itself is something i think about all the time the fact that 
she physically wasn't able to experience the happiness of the hard work that she's put in and it's just so sad that that's how dependent she was I think about it all the time and it absolutely breaks my heart a couple of other things that have been on my mind uh these things are a little bit stupid but uh, the other night when I was laying in bed I was thinking about leap years why do they exist I'm I don't really know why we need them I was kind of just thinking about it. What if you were born on the 29th of Feb? What day would you choose to celebrate your birthday? Or do you just do like a joint celebration across the 28th of Feb and the 1st of March? What's the point? It's kind of shit. It's one of these things that we've just made up. It's like this shit that we've just made up. Like we do it all the time. We're like, oh, we're going to do daylight savings. We're going to change time. And then the other one was I saw a TikTok and this girl was um, getting her hair dyed and she was um, ble- it was getting bleached blonde. And before she had her hair bleached, she said to the stylist, nobody seems to get this right because it always washes out. And the stylist was like, oh, okay, well, I'm pretty sure that I can get this right, so don't stress. Dyes her hair. The girl's like, oh, my God, it's perfect. This is amazing. She leaves. A couple of weeks later, she calls and she's like, yeah, it's washed out again. And the stylist is like, I don't understand. Can you come in? I need to have a look at this. Nothing should be washing out. Because what people fail to understand is bleach removes color from your hair. It's You're not putting color into your hair. You're removing color. So it can't just wash out because you need pigment in the hair for it to wash out. These are empty hair shafts. Like the hair itself has no color in it. So it physically can't wash out. It's just impossible. And she came in. She was like, look, 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 look. Like, all around here, it's all washed out. And the stylist was like, "Um, no, that's regrowth. That's normal. And she's like, no, it's not. I've had my hair um, dyed many times and nobody seems to get it right. I keep having this. And the stylist was like, yeah, you're meant to. Because as your hair grows, you will get your natural color coming through. And she's like, it doesn't make sense. My hair grows from the bottom. So why would it be doing that at the top? Bro, I still can't believe that people don't know this stuff. Your hair does not grow from the bottom. Your hair grows from the fucking root of your head. How could hair grow from the bottom? That's dead hair. It's just dead. Oh, my God. So frustrating. I saw the TikTok and I was like, oh, nah, got to get away from this. <laughs> it was like when I saw the other day and this woman's like, oh, you want to save money? What you should do is turn off every single item at the wall. Like turn everything off that's plugged in. And I'm like, huh? And a guy debunked it and he was like, you're not saving that much. Because this woman was claiming to save hundreds of dollars a year just by turning shit off at the PowerPoint. So he did analysis and he said an active um, electronic or whatever it is uses this much energy. Something that's inactive uses this. And then when you times that by the number in your house, you times that by each day over a year, he said I like over the entire year you'd be lucky to save like 50 cents. And she's like adamant. She's like, no, I, I save hundreds of dollars. And he's like, that's bullshit. He did the maths. <laughs> you don't save hundreds of dollars by turning stuff off the wall. 
Like, who has the, the energy to do that? Someone in the comments was like, yeah, um, you're actually putting more wear and tear on the wall sockets, so you're likely to break one because you're constantly turning things on and off. So that's a cost that I don't want to pay. Like, this is just the dumbest of shit. This has been on my mind. I fucking hate this shit. <laughs> all right, so that's all from me today. Uh, I thought I'd do something a little lighter, something a little shorter. This is just some of the stuff that's been on my mind. I am extremely tired right now. I need to go and have myself some breakfast and another coffee. However, what is on your mind? Do you also fall down these rabbit holes? Do you often sit there, you see something, and you start researching, and you're like, what the hell? Does this happen to anyone else but me? Because I literally become obsessed with something, and I will research it to the nth degree to try to understand the situation. If this is you, what is it that gets you? What is it? It's it, For me, it's these weird, quirky things that I'm like, oh, is something sinister happening? <laughs> so, yeah, share with me. What are your things? In the meantime, you can hit me up on my socials at Aesthetic Vibes Pod on Instagram. Drop me an email at Aesthetic Vibes Podcast at Outlook.com. You can visit my website, Aesthetic Vibes Podcast.com. You can drop on my TikToks dr ames kelly you can watch my videos so hi if if this is new to you you can search for me uh aesthetic vibes podcast exclusive to spotify to find my videos okay well until next time bye guys bye